0: CHAPTER Twelve, AN ENDURING LEGACY WAR IS A TERRIBLE THING AT BEST Over the course of eight generations, more than forty million Americans have served in times of crisis and conflict. Nearly 1.5 million have survived wounds received on the battlefield. War is a terrible thing at best and all the horrible things you read of it are inseparable from it, wrote Surgeon J. Franklin Dyer of the 19th Massachusetts Regiment on July 17, 1863, two weeks after Gettysburg. Yet it is also true that through the horrors of the battlefield, military medicine has validated and sometimes pioneered advances in medicine. War strategist Karl von Clausewitz wrote that organization is fundamental to the order of battle. Military organization takes time to develop, but in most of the wars America has entered, the military medical department has been undermanned, outdated, poorly equipped, and unprepared. In each generation of war, it has fallen to a relatively small number of innovative thinkers— to manage human carnage of an unimagined scale. And in the Civil War, the task fell to William Hammond and Jonathan Letterman. Horrific suffering by the wounded and dying may have been inevitable, but the chaotic, poorly organized battlefield evacuation and inadequately coordinated post-battle care that exacerbated and cruelly prolonged it could not be allowed to continue. Letterman responded to what he saw as a doctor devoted to the compassionate care of the sick and wounded. He also was motivated to arm his commanding officer with a healthy and sound fighting force that could contribute to a more prompt end to the war. In eighteen months, The introspective and unassuming doctor from Pennsylvania forged a legacy through his exceptional organizational ability, which enabled him to recast the military's medical corps into a professional, recognized, and accountable entity essential to battlefield victory. On July fourth, 1862, it fell to Letterman to create order out of chaos in the face of a diseased and dispirited Army of the Potomac. "'Following the failed Peninsula campaign, more than one in three soldiers in the staggered army were ill. "'The chaotic river of wounded, sick, and cowardly to hospitals far from the battlefield threatened the fighting force from the rear. "'Letterman discovered one-fifth of the soldiers who had retreated to hospitals at Fortress Monroe were fit for duty.' He realized he had to focus first on the health of his army in camp, long before it met the enemy on the battlefield. Within three weeks of his arrival, Letterman rewrote the standards of military camp hygiene, living conditions, diet, and the process of authorizing transfer to hospitals in the rear, and he delineated who would be held accountable for enforcement. The benefits of Letterman's approach to preventative medicine appeared quickly. Within a month, the sickness rate in the Army of the Potomac decreased to twenty percent. He described the results as follows. It is impossible to convey in writing to any one not mingling with the troops a true idea of the improvement which took place in the health of the troops while we were encamped at that place there are many ways in which improved health manifests itself that cannot be adequately described there was so much in the appearance in the life and vivacity exhibited by the men in the slightest actions Even in the tone of the voice, which conveyed to one's mind the impression of health and spirits, of recovered tenacity of mind and body, of the presence of vigorous and manly courage, an impression which to be understood must be felt, it cannot be told.